0: Welcome back to Zelenials Podcast. Today on Zelenials, we have our 2022 Winter in Review. So for these reviews, if you've never been or if you haven't listened to one of them before, pretty much what it is, we talk about our goals, some highlights, some of our favorite things from the quarter, favorite podcasts, etc. So yeah, Leon, do you want to start us off with a quick little check-in on some of your goals?
1: Sure. I think this winter I did a pretty good job of Getting back into a workout routine, I'd say it started when kind of funny because you don't think it would start then, but during final season because I wasn't commuting, so I found more time in my day. And also, if we're being honest, I kind of used it as a procrastination method where I'm like, I don't want to study right now because my brain's fried. I'll go work out. And so that went pretty well up until like I would say a week ago. I think I've been doing maybe like two to three max a week in the last couple of weeks because I feel like it's the point in the semester where like the first five, six weeks or whatever it was has built up and you're just permanently tired all the time now. So hopefully we can at least maintain that. Theoretically, I would like to do more like four to five a week, but I'll take two to three if I can consistently do that in terms of reading. Other than the podcast, I haven't really done that much reading, but at least for the book clubs, it has forced me to at least read one book a month. And I think I've just pretty much decided to take meditation off this because I just don't do
0: it or don't do it frequently enough. How are yours going? Mine are going okay. I'm glad that you got a little bit more like back on track. That's always really nice to hear. I'm proud of you for that. That's awesome. Thanks. So for working out... I think I fell to, like, two times a week sometimes. Honestly, like, I was kind of just struggling with motivation to do anything. Like, I I don't know. I've just been really emotionally exhausted this last month or two, to be honest with you. So, like, finding the motivation to do anything at all is just difficult. But I'm a little bit more back on track now. And dance season is over. And so I think that I'll have a little bit more time to do what I need to do, which is awesome. In terms of books, I read like five different books aside from the ones that we read for our book club. Most of them are audiobooks, though. And a lot of them are like lighter reads. Like, I know I read The Devil Wears Prada because I love that movie. (laughs) And the book is very different from the movie. For those of you who are like interested in reading the book, I would recommend it. But also, Andy's like kind of a snob in the book. Like, I don't know. Didn't like her as much as in the movie.
1: I haven't seen either or seen the movie or read the book. I think it's one of those movies where I've seen little clips of it somehow, because I feel like it's always playing on some sort of channel or in an airport or something. But I don't think I've ever actually seen the movie. All I know is that Meryl Streep is in it, and I think Anne Hathaway?
0: Yes. That movie is like my comfort movie. Like If I'm having a bad day, it's like, what movie do I want to watch? The Devil Wears Prada. That is the movie I would go for. Any day of the week. Like, I think I've watched it probably, like, seven times in my life, which is a lot to rewatch a movie in my book. I would highly recommend it, especially if you like fashion at all. Ten out of ten would recommend that movie.
1: Well, we know you want to be a fashion designer.
0: Yes, when I was young, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, In terms of art stuff, I did pretty well over winter break. I've been a little bit less so lately, but... When I was feeling really down the last month, sometimes I would just go up to the library during my planning period and I would do a little sketching, which was really nice. I think that happened maybe like once or twice. So I made like two and a half art pieces over break, a couple here and there like since then. So I've been doing pretty well for the art pieces. None of them have been like, you know, out of this world, like, wow, she put so many hours into that. They've more so been like quick little sketches, but it's still a good way to practice. And I'm not, I'm not mad at it.
1: That sounds so nice that you're able to work it into your day because I think especially when you're having a rough week or month or whatever, it's important to like take some time and do something that you like.
0: Definitely. And I think, you know, it's not like I was taking a lot of time to do these things and I definitely paid back the time later, like on my own time. You know what I mean? Because if you don't do your work at work, it's still going to be there after you're off of work. So you got to do it either way. So it's not like I was shirking my responsibilities or anything. It was more so that I needed a mental break. And it would only be like a half hour or so. It wouldn't be anything like too crazy. In terms of other goals, though, the helicopter cartwheel.
1: Ooh, yes.
0: Update on that. I've worked on it a little bit. Not a ton, but definitely a little bit. I can get it like halfway there, but not really. I, I have trouble with the little like... Flipping around part and depending on my left arm more. So what I started to do to counteract that and to kind of like make it so that I'm not as weak on my left arm was I started doing left side cartwheels because I'm a righty for cartwheels. But if I do it on the left, then I have to lead with my left arm, and then my left arm is going to get stronger. So I've started to do cartwheels on my left too to try to um, try to like combat that and build a little bit more strength. So that's how it's going.
1: So, like, I, when I was little, I was able to do cartwheels, because, you know, like, you start, and then you just kind of, like, lean to one side, and then put your hands down and flip over, but I feel like I don't know if I'd be able to do one the other way.
0: See, I didn't think I would either until I tried it today, because I realized I was like, oh, it's not that I'm having a hard time with the rotation at the moment, or at least, I mean, I probably am, honestly, but... I was like, I think it's that my left arm is too weak to support me while I'm doing this little like twisty thing in the air. And I was like, oh, I wonder, can I do a left cartwheel? And then I had to try it out. And then I found out that I could kind of do it. And it's gotten better in just today alone because I started practicing it. But I'm going to keep practicing my left-handed cartwheel too so that I can build strength there and so that I can make sure that I'm able to keep myself up.
1: I don't know if I could do a cartwheel. I think I could do a cartwheel in the sense of, well, maybe. I'm not sure.
0: I feel like you could do a cartwheel. It's kind of like riding a bike. You know, if you haven't done it in a while, it might not look like the prettiest at first. But, like, once you get the hang of it, you'll get better.
1: I was going to say, I could probably get the general motion down, but I don't think my legs would be very straight.
0: Yeah. So you start off like that, and then once you build confidence and strength, then you start to straighten your legs, and then it's better. So. I bet you you could do a cartwheel. You have carpet in your apartment, though, right? I do, which is why I'm like, thank God I have carpet, because otherwise, let me tell you, if I fell, it would be real painful.
1: I feel like that's part of my hesitation, too, because my mom's is all hardwood, and Kyle's is all hardwood, and I don't know if I want to do that.
0: Yeah, I also hesitate sometimes to practice in my apartment because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so loud for my neighbors below me if I fall. Because it's like, if you fall out of it incorrectly, like your back is on the ground, like it's going to be like a thud. It's not going to be like a nice little like drop, drop. It's going to be like, bam. <laughs> and so I'm like, my neighbors are going to come up and check on me. And then I'm just going to have to tell them that I was practicing like cartwheels. And they'll look at me like I'm crazy. So I've been taking advantage of today because I've been at my parents' house today. And I've definitely been using that to my advantage because nobody's in the house right now.
1: I think when you're saying, oh. I want to be careful in my apartment because my neighbors, I was thinking cartwheels aren't that loud, but I was also assuming that you landed them properly because I feel like if you land them properly and it's not, I don't know, one in the morning, it's probably okay to do them in your apartment, but I could see the concern. And I personally would be so embarrassed if I thudded on my apartment floor and then the neighbor comes up and like knocks on my door and is like, are you okay? And I, I don't even, I don't know what I would do.
0: That is legitimately my fear i'm like they're gonna think that like i broke something or that i'm dying on the floor and it'll just be me falling out of my cartwheel time and time again and so yeah i'm I'm a little worried about it i'm like it would be better if i was on like the first floor of an apartment you know nobody would be underneath me it'd be perfect however that is not the case but i'm still gonna try it anyway we're gonna get there it's gonna happen
1: i think i have when we did the goal's Episode and you're talking about your cartwheels. I half was like, I'm gonna do one of those backbends. I have not tried very hard at that, but I did try a couple weeks ago to just push myself up, and I realized I am not strong enough yet. So that that may or may not
0: happen this year. Keep working on it. You can get it. You got this, Leon. I've been trying to get better about like forcing myself to wake up and go do it if I want to go do it, even though it's early. It's worked sometimes. It's worked more than it had in the fall, which is good. (laughs) I just tell myself you have to and then I and then I do it.
1: But like the weird part about being an adult for something like say working out is you tell yourself you have to, but then you're also like, But if I don't, no one's gonna punish me.
0: That's true. But I feel like then you get upset with yourself. Or at least I do. I don't know. If I don't if I don't meet a goal or like reach a target, I get upset with myself. And I feel like that's almost worse. Cause your worst critic can be yourself sometimes.
1: I do too, but I'm also like in the stage right now where I really like sleep.
0: That is understandable.
1: I don't know. I think part of it could be like mental strain where I get, I would say, I would say on average seven-ish hours of sleep during the week, a night, which statistically they
0: tell you is okay for an adult. But I'm like always tired. I think it might be mental strain then, yeah. Sometimes I'll get like eight hours and sometimes I'll get like six. So I figure it all evens out. And sometimes I'll just nap from like 7 p.m. to like 6 a.m. Just depends on the day.
1: Yeah, because I don't know. I feel like where I was in final season, where I would literally fall asleep at 3 p.m. Even though I slept eight hours. I feel like I'm not that bad right now. But I always wake up tired. And I'm always exhausted by like 8 p.m.
0: I feel that. The other day, aka yesterday, when I was at my parents, I literally was asleep by like eight thirty.
1: Okay. So this was a while ago, but do you remember when actually I think this was before school started and we're like, we're gonna be done by nine PM and we're gonna tell each other and like I think we both kind of epically failed at that. But this past week specifically, it's been like eight, eight thirty, and I'm just like, nope, I'm done. And then I get into
0: bed. But then I don't go to sleep. Well, I'm glad that you're done by like eight, eight thirty. Even if, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I do that, I'm like, I'm not actually done. I just, I've decided I'm done for the day.
1: No, I am nowhere near done. But I'm also like, I did everything that's due tomorrow. Do I have stuff due later in the week that I should do right now instead of going to bed and watch YouTube? Yes. But am I going to? No. And then you have the long weekend where you have to pay for that. That
0: is true. I also have stuff to make up this weekend. But that's okay. I'll get it done. and it'll, it'll be fine. So do you have any highlights for the quarter?
1: I couldn't really think of anything that specific. So I just put winter break. I really liked not having to do anything or go anywhere. It took me a little bit to unwind and completely relax, which was essentially until grades came out, I couldn't fully relax. But I really had no problem going from like 40 plus hours a week of studying to doing absolutely nothing. Like, I was not uncomfortable with it at all. I was loving it. And I would argue that break was too short.
0: How about you? Well, it sounds like you had a good break overall, even though it could have been longer. My highlight is pretty much just that dance season is done now, so I'm going to have more time back to myself. Because like you said, I couldn't really think of, like, any specific thing. But I was just like, well, I guess it's kind of nice that dance is over. Like, I'm going to miss seeing everybody. And you know, spending time with them, but I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like I'm I'm pretty glad that it's over because now I get a couple extra hours to myself every day, which is really nice. So that means that I can go and tackle some goals that I've been like putting off.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, this isn't really a highlight per se, but I would argue that which I will tell you and if you listen back, I would not agree with myself now like past me would not agree. I honestly kind of liked Zoom school because we did Zoom school for the first two weeks. And I know before school started, I was like, oh, I hope it's in person because I don't want to go to school on Zoom. And it was only for the first couple of weeks because of COVID numbers. But I really liked it. I didn't have to go anywhere, which saved two hours of my day. Also, my class schedule is kind of weird where we basically go through straight through all the hours that you would consider to be lunch hours or like there's a short like 50 minute break in between so it's kind of weird but when you were at home it was so much easier to just eat something in between yeah i could see that but i just like i definitely don't think i would want to do it for a whole semester but i feel like it was a good way to ease back into school
0: i think that that's also nice too because it's like like you said having more freedom is nice and it's also nice because it's like. You knew that it wasn't going to be forever. I think, like, Zoom school would be nice if it was, like, a hybrid situation. You know, you have, like, two or three days from home, two or three days in the classroom. I do wonder, like, jobs moving forward, how many of them are going to kind of have, like, that hybrid setup?
1: I think a lot of them will. I think it's kind of nice just not having to commute because it's just you have to leave. Like, for example, my class starts at 10. I could do a good two hours of work before class even started. I could get a workout in, which is another hour, hour and a half. And then I could eat breakfast without scarfing it down and running out the door. And I just like having those slower starts.
0: I agree. I'm like, I think, you know, remote work or hybrid work would be really, really nice. see. Ooh, a challenge.
1: Honestly. I feel like my challenge of the quarter is kind of lame, but really, it was just getting back into school mode.
0: It was, it was a time. I could see that. I think that mine was like kind of similar. It was just kind of getting through the last leg of like the dance season, just because like we'd been going since the fall. And as much as I love it, I'm like, sometimes it does get to be a little much, you know? I don't regret it. At the same time, I'm just like, it was just a lot of time. A lot of fun, but a lot of time.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's another one of the challenges, like always, is just finding time to do all the things you want to do and then still have time for yourself. Because I feel like I have zero time to myself, but like, it doesn't mean that I'm not taking breaks, if you know what I mean, where I feel like my, quote, breaks are always like, I don't know. Go cook. Yeah, like you cook or you record the podcast or, you know, you have friends over or which are all fun things that you enjoy. But I feel like especially in the semester, I don't have much time to just sit there by myself because whenever I'm sitting there by myself, I'm doing schoolwork.
0: And I feel like that can be especially hard as like an introverted person because you feel like you've got all of these like obligations or commitments right not to say that like you know hanging out with your friends isn't fun but it is like okay like i need to set aside like three to four hours to spend time with these people and i know i'm going to be socializing for those three or four hours whereas like sometimes you just need you just need a moment to yourself to just like decompress and relax
1: and i think along those lines for example with my schedule i have such limited time that you really only have a few hours to delegate to if you want to cook or if you want to see a friend or if you want to like watch something on netflix which is usually something i do with somebody else Mm -hmm. so that by the time you do one of those things you're like well that was my break time for the day now back to everything else (laughs) yeah and i feel like that can kind of snowball into the whole um like staying up a little too late sometimes where you lie in bed and you're like, finally, this is my time. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, oh, crap, now it's 11. I should have been asleep like an hour ago.
0: Definitely. What was your favorite book of the quarter? I have a feeling it's going to be the same as mine. I haven't checked yet, but I have a feeling.
1: I mean, I don't think it was that hard if uh, people have been following along this quarter. Um, It was Phil and E. Donovan.
0: Yes, I read the second one already because... (gasps) Don't tell me. It's so good. I actually, I think I kind of liked the second one almost better than the first. That's
1: awesome, though.
0: Yeah, the plot got like a little bit more wild. But at the same time, like it was a fun time, like definitely a fun read. I recommended it to my mom and her friend the other day because I was like, I feel like you two as mothers and as people who enjoy reading books occasionally would enjoy this. And I was like, you guys should definitely go and read this book. So whenever somebody asks me what to read, that, that is going to be, like, at the top of my recommendation list right now.
1: On that note, not as successful. I started listening to the, uh, I think the, the, the sequels are Violent Ends. Are Violent Delights or something like that? The one we read in, uh... These Violent Delights was the
0: one we read. Was that in August? Yes. No, that was in, like, April? I don't know. I'm- I think it was for our August book club. Yes. But we probably read it in July.
1: I think that's why I was having trouble figuring that out. I would say it's fine. It seems kind of long. I'm only like a few chapters in. I'm listening to it and the little like progress dial isn't even like, I don't know, maybe it's like a sixteenth of the way filled in. So I don't know if I'll finish it. It just seems kind of long and I'm not that into it yet. It's kind of just going on about how, oh, You know, Paul Dexter had that note that release them all if I die. And then uh, Shanghai is all like, hey, we have no problems. Things are back to normal. And then just recently, there was a new bug incident. And also, I don't know. I don't like the descriptions about the bugs. They creep me out.
0: Yeah, I could see that. The bugs are definitely like a little bit more on the graphic side. I still laugh at the fact that you pictured them more like lice, right? And I pictured them like full on cicadas. (laughs) I was like, two very different visual images. Gross! (laughs) gross
1: <laughs> i forgot about that i mean i think if you think about both of them it's kind of nasty but yeah the giant like cicada sized ones definitely would be uh i think it'd be a little worse
0: yeah it kind of reminds me of like did you ever watch the movie cruella it's about cruella Deville. it's like their live action for disney i think i might have seen the live action 101
1: Dalmatians,
0: but not cruella unless that's the same thing i think it's the same thing it follows cruella Deville though. I don't know. It was a while ago. Maybe not then. Okay. Well, then I won't I won't make this connection because I don't want to, to ruin the movie for you if you watch it. I don't know if you can tell. My brand of movie that I like is, does it have fashion in it? If it does, I'm in. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Part of me, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm that person where, like, if I start a book, I will, like, try my very hardest to just slog my way through it if I have to.
0: Yeah. I usually do. It depends on, like, the circumstances. Like, if it's a library book and I'm like, I really cannot get through this, I'll return it unfinished. But, like, typically, yes. Typically, I will try to get through it as best I can.
1: So, tune in. I've had it for two weeks and there's nine days left.
0: And I don't know if we're going to finish. it. Yeah, I was reading, I don't know. Like I said, Devil Wears Prototype books. Very light reads. That's kind of been my that's kind of been my brand lately is like is it a light read? Yes, I will read it. Which is interesting because in the fall I was like trying to read more fantasy type books. So I don't know. I go all over the place, I guess.
1: I think that might be what it is, is that the only time I really have to listen to it is at night and when I'm like done with everything, I feel a lighter book along the lines of say Finley Donovan or Devil Wears Prada is probably what I need at the end of the day. And I think that could be part of it.
0: Yeah, I feel like the books that are a little bit heavier are nicer to do like on your Saturdays or Sundays, like it's raining outside, you have a cup of tea, you're sitting on the couch. That is when I would read those other books. Not always necessarily right before I go to bed. I think part of it too is because if the book is really good but like intense, it's difficult to put down then. Like, you got to know it, what, what happens next. Whereas, like, if it's a lighter book, it's like, oh, would I like to know? Yeah. But is it going to, like, ruin my day if I don't find out? No.
1: I think that's my problem with reading before bed in general is it can tend to make me stay up later. I know people recommend don't use screen time, read something. But then my problem is if it's a really good book, I'm just going to keep reading.
0: See, what I've started to do is I started to put on, like, the little sleep timer. Because I think you mentioned that you could do that. And I was like, you can? And then I had to experiment and try to find out. So I put it on for, like, 15 minutes. and Then I just listen to my book on tape while I'm laying in bed. And then I fall asleep. So that's been kind of nice.
1: I think that's nice, too. But you need the right type of book. Because I feel like if you're listening, I'm just saying that our violent ends just because that's the one I currently have. But it could be any book kind of more in this light. But, like, it's not really, like calming
0: yeah you need something like cathartic yes
1: i also noticed that listening to books that i already read before bed is kind of nicer because then i don't try to a i don't think about them as much because i already know what happens and b you're not wanting to listen to another chapter or stay up in anticipation of what's happening next because sometimes even if I use the sleep timer, if it's getting to a really good part, my brain is just like, you must stay awake. You have to hear what's happening. Don't fall asleep.
0: See, that's funny because I'm like, if I use the sleep timer, like a lot of the times I just knock out before before it's even done. Because I, whenever I go to sleep, I'm always just like so tired. I'm just like, and I'm done.
1: Yeah, I'm more of the like, let's just, I know they. I don't know. I've heard tips saying that like, oh, if you don't fall asleep in the first, I don't know, 20 minutes or something, get out
0: of bed and try again later. But I just kind of lay there sometimes. See, if I don't fall asleep within the first 20 minutes and, like, I really need to go to sleep, I'll probably take some melatonin. Don't do it often, but, like, on the rare occasion. It also kind of depends what time I'm going to sleep, right? Because, like, if I got to wake up in five hours, it's probably not a good idea. (laughs) So what were some of your favorites of the quarter?
1: Okay, so I feel like a lot of the quarter I was on break or the semester was just starting up, so it wasn't, like, super crazy yet. I remember my goal on break, I was, like, scrolling through Netflix because Kyle works, my mom works, all my friends work, and, like, I'm in school, so I'm like, woo, I have a month off, everybody! <laughs> and so, i just, like, scrolling through Netflix by myself, and it's, like, the thing where I wanted to find something, like, literally did not require brain cells to enjoy, but I wanted tv show you know like not necessarily reality series type thing like i mentioned before when i made the progs, i did watch the entire three or four seasons of virgin river within i would probably say three to four days <laughs> um mind you they're like hour-long episodes maybe like 12 and, and 12 a season so you know <laughs> that happened And then another show I found, which I love so much, and you have to watch if you have Netflix and you just need one of those feel-good shows, is Sweet Magnolias. And I found out it's like a 12-book series, and I already listened to the first book. See, that was one of the happy feel-good books I listened to before falling asleep. It was great. That show is so good, and I love it so much. And then a show that Kyle and I watched together on Hulu was only Murders in the Building, which is a very random cast, in my opinion. But it's um, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, I think, and Selena Gomez. <laughs> this sounds like a
0: fabulous cast.
1: And it is wonderful. And um, it's a really good show. And the whole premise is that these three people all listen to the same true kind podcast, but they don't really know each other that well, but they all live in the same building. And then one day there's a murder in their building. And so then they decide that they're gonna create a podcast to cover the murder, hence the name of the show, only murders in the building. So the whole idea is like we'll only cover murders in our building. You need to watch it. There are like 25 minute episodes, and it's fantastic.
0: That sounds like such a good series. Like now I want to go watch it.
1: It's so good. I love it so much. And the whole way it's set up is like each episode is like a podcast episode. And like the intro screen is like, you know, like the podcast thing with the little like time time timeline and like, the little like play button and like fast forward and rewind. And it's so good. I love it so much.
0: That sounds like a good series, man. That's going to be on my to watch list now. I also really want to watch. Oh, what's the new one that just came out on Netflix? It's something about Anna. Do you know what I mean? Finding Anna? Finding Anna. I think that's what it might be question mark it's the one about like that lady who pretended to be like this wealthy heiress and like got away with it for I think it was like months or years like nobody knew I listened to a podcast on her or like a video like way back when like maybe a year or two ago and so when they came out with a tv series on it I was like oh my gosh I totally want to watch it so that's like on my list to watch too that
1: sounds interesting I've heard there a lot of buzz around that one I don't know too much
0: Yeah, I remember like her story was very interesting. And so I'm like, I bet you that the series will be good. I'm hopeful. Um, Movies or TV that I started watching, though, I started watching Cheer, but I started on season two. I didn't even watch the first season. I just watched season two. So I'm waiting for my boyfriend to finish watching it so that we can watch season one together.
1: So you're both watching it out of order.
0: Yes, because I told him, I was like, oh, you should watch this series. It's pretty good. And so he's, I think, like two or three episodes in. I don't know if he'll actually finish the series, but if he does, then we can watch the first season of it together. I've heard it's much better at the first season. I don't think I watched it. I was never that into cheerleading. See, I'm not either, but I'm into dancing. So I was like, well, maybe I can appreciate it because of that. And I can. It would be better if it was a dance TV show, let's be honest, in my opinion. But I think I'm a wee bit biased. So, I also really want to watch So You Think You Can Dance, but I don't know where I can watch that. I don't think it's on Netflix or anything. So I'm like, oh. Hmm. Might be on Hulu. Yeah, but I don't have Hulu. I only have Netflix. I only got one streaming service. That's a, that's it. That's all I need. Did you have any other favorites from the quarter? Okay.
1: It's not really a favorite, but I feel like it's kind of like a new obsession that I've decided is go- I'm going to just make it my new hobby. Where? I've recently, as in a week ago, two weeks ago, mm, okay, I'd probably say end of January. I have decided that I really want to get into board games because I've had game nights and I like having game nights, but I was like, I want to expand because we play monikers a lot, which I absolutely love, and we still need to play with the expansion I got for Christmas. But I was like, I want to expand it to other games and... um. I have Ticket to Ride for a couple years, and I really like Ticket to Ride. And so I got Kyle for his birthday, Catan, which I feel like is one of those gifts where you're like, here's a gift, but it's also a gift to me because I get to enjoy it too. And then I had someone from my section over and her fiance, and we played it, and it was so fun. Also, around that same time I bought Catan, I feel like my coping mechanism which I don't encourage, has been buying things off Amazon this semester because around the time I got Catan at the end of January, I also ordered Takenoko, which is a game where you grow a Japanese bamboo garden and then there's this little panda who comes around and will eat your bamboo. And then Foodies, where you operate a food court. We haven't opened those yet, but like I've made it my mission to learn more about board games. I've been obsessed with the channel Before You Play. I watched
0: their top 50 board game video oh that sounds like fun what what other board games are like on your radar for ones that you want to try out
1: as I said I watched their top 50 so I feel like a lot of the games are from there I think there's two types of things where I want to get into more complex games but I also want to get more like quick little card games because I feel like sometimes when you have a game night especially with a larger group of people. No one wants to sit around for like a half hour trying to figure out how to play something. So they named a bunch of cute little card games like Arboretum, where you're basically building a collection of trees. I love it. So there's a lot of ones I wrote down that were kind of like that, such as Birds, which is basically the same thing, except you're
0: collecting different bird types, but they're drawn as cubes. I feel like, okay, I'm pretty sure I hung out with some friends Who mentioned that game once because they were mentioning something about like collecting birds for like a certain board game that they were playing i could get behind that one i feel like that one would be fun
1: yeah and then a couple bigger ones that i was thinking of trying out are well there's one called agricola which is kind of like a farming game which i feel like would be kind of cool i've heard wingspan is good It has to do with birds. Um, Okay, now I'm just rambling. I could keep going. But there's a couple art ones where one is like you're in an art school and you're trying to build a painting and you get certain points based on if you get like, say, the two people in the painting or a bird or a tree. And then another one is gallerist where you're trying to collect a gallery. It's going to be a problem. We're going to run out of space. I don't really know what to do.
0: You got to build like a little hutch for your board games. You know, the gallerist one that you were mentioning, it kind of reminds me of this one that my parents and I played. I think it's like an older game, like maybe from like the 90s or like the 80s. I don't really know exactly where in the time frame it all fits, called Masterpiece, where it's like you're an art curator and you get to like bid on different paintings.
1: Oh, it does sound like that.
0: Yeah. So if you like Gallerist, you might also want to check out Masterpiece.
1: Yeah.
0: This has been my procrastination
1: method of the past couple of weeks is just watching game videos
0: on YouTube. And figure out what games I want to buy. I feel like that's a good procrastination method though. Like that's kind of fun. I would like that. Yeah.
1: So if you ever make it out here, I'll have plenty of games to play.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. I love board games so much.
1: And I really liked playing Catan. We only played it once. And the thing is, is you need three players. And I was just like, Kyle, we need to just start finding people who will be our third player. Okay, it's really fun.
0: that's exactly like, so I have, I have Catan at my place too. I'm like, my boyfriend and I will sometimes play games together, but I'm like, if it's just us, I'm like, well, we can't really, well, we, we try to play Catan just with the two of us, but like, you really kind of do need three people. So I don't know. I feel like it would be better if we had another person to play with us.
1: Oh my gosh. If the two of you come out, we could all play. Well, that would be fun. Unless you could finagle a... No, because I feel like some of it's hidden. I was like, if we, like, FaceTimed, could we finagle a four-player Catan virtually? But I don't think it would work.
0: I think that would be maybe a little bit difficult. I don't know. We'd have to set up our board the exact same way and, like, take a lot of pictures. They have Catan online, though.
1: That's true. But I feel like part of it is, like, I like the, I don't know, maybe the tactile, like.
0: Yeah, and there's also, like, some competitiveness, like, when you're in person, you know, that I feel like online just does not fill that void.
1: I also just like the idea of just not using a screen and like hanging out with friends. I agree. I feel like sometimes it's fun to just not involve like a TV or like and just chat and play. And I do need to say one more game only because when I was telling Kyle about it, he was looking at me that was literally like, of course you would like this game. It's called Calico. Of course you would like that game. <laughs> the whole premise is, it's apparently, I've never played a game like this, but it's like a pattern tile building game where you're essentially trying to make this quilt and you're trying to make it so it has features that your cat likes so you can track the different cats to come lie on your quilt.
0: I knew it was going to be about cats. I knew it ever since I heard the name. I was like, oh, it's going to be about cats. What about you? What have you? Is there anything like? random that you've been into well i've looked up some stickers lately and i have not purchased any yet but i've been thinking about it because one of the girls that i worked with last summer she and i will sometimes write snail mail to each other and she always has all of these super cute stickers that she puts on her snail mail and i'm like oh my gosh i should get some cute stickers but i'm like but stickers are bad for the environment but i'm like but i want stickers so I'm really, you know, I'm having this internal debate with myself as to whether or not to buy the stickers. So I don't know where it's going to go. I'll maybe keep you posted.
1: I went through a sticker phase. Stickers are nice. I got a lot of them on Etsy. They were like little character stickers that I would put in my planner when I had more time in my life that I could plan with stickers. (laughs) Um, I think if you're using them in the method of like, oh, I want to put a cute sticker in... A letter to a friend, I feel like that's probably a little more sustainable. I feel like I kind of burned out because I was using them to mark different things, say like, do homework, go for a walk, watch TV. But then sometimes you'd be like, oh, I made sushi and I'm out of sushi stickers. So now I need to buy sushi stickers. And then at some point you're just like, this is getting a little out of control because you need a sticker for every situation. And then I got overwhelmed.
0: I could see that. Yeah. Well, I think maybe we should start to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us. Our book club next month is going to be Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Casimano and that will be dropping on March 7th. As we have said in this episode, it was one of our favorite books this semester. Semester? This quarter, if you will. I still consider it to be a winter book because we read it in the winter. I feel like it's cheating though. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. No. We're leaving it in, Leanne. We, we are leaving it in.
1: No, but it's totally cheating because the whole point was supposed to pick from the winter club. Anyway, I agree. Finley Donovan is the best. I think if I couldn't pick that one, I would have to pick Atomic Habits.
0: I don't even remember. What else did we read aside from Atomic Habits? Starless Sea and uh, Black Leopard Red Wolf. Yep. Atomic Habits.
1: <laughs> so, uh, in case anybody is a stickler for the rules, Atomic Habits is our winter quarters book favorite, but Finley Donovan is our favorite book that we read
0: that is true.
1: Anyway, after that brief interruption, we hope you enjoyed our discussion on our winter 2021-2022 quarter. If you have anything you would like to share from your quarter, feel free to DM us on Instagram or send us an email. And don't forget to rate Zillenials Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find us at Zillenials Podcast on Instagram or email us at ZillenialsPodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to hit the subscribe button and stay a while. Thanks so much
0: for listening and we'll see
1: you next time.